Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. If you're struggling with a drug or alcohol addiction, now is the time to take action and get professional help. Call Recovery Centers of America at 1-800-941-2358. You are worthy of recovery from your addiction, and calling RCA will be the first step in getting the help you need. Recovery Centers of America answers the phone and admits patients 24-7, and because safety is a top priority, all patients and staff are routinely tested for COVID-19. Their expert team of physicians and medical professionals will treat you with compassion and dignity and provide an evidence-based treatment plan that's custom-tailored to your specific needs. Recovery Centers of America has detoxification and residential treatment centers across the East Coast and Midwest, and many of their treatment centers are in-network with insurance providers. So RCA's best-in-class inpatient and outpatient care, which is offered both in-person and via teletherapy, is affordable and accessible. Make this the year you conquer your addiction. Call one 800 941 800-941-2358. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Whelan, also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Now, with the latest NASCAR local, regional, touring, and international racing news and views, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Hi, everyone, and welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. I'm Hannah Newhouse, joined, as always, by Kyle Rickey. And, Kyle, again, another week of virtual racing has been a plenty, but I don't know about you. I am so ready to get back to a racetrack. You know, the virtual racing has done a nice job filling the void. Um, I mean, we need something that's live with drivers and names that we recognize, and I think that platform has done that in virtual racing, iRacing, uh, the, the NASCAR Heat League. But it's time to, to get the senses worked up again with the sights and the smell and the, the feel of the thunder, the modifieds taking the green flag. It's obviously not the same. I'm ready, uh, but unfortunately up here in Connecticut anyway, we're locked down for another at least, I think, three weeks, four weeks, end of May. So hopefully by then uh, we can begin to lift the restrictions a little bit. Now, Kyle, we've seen it all over Twitter about uh, the potential possibilities of what NASCAR could be like when we get going again. Obviously, you'd mentioned Connecticut has a couple more weeks. Uh, North Carolina on the horizon here of opening back up, re-embracing racing. From the sounds of that, uh, you may have to come down here in order to be able to travel. Connecticut's a little far from a lot of these races. Uh, we've got an extra room. You think you just want to stay with Dylan and I? And the problem with traveling out of Connecticut, and the answer might be actually yes, um, is, is the flights up here now because, you know, American Airlines and Delta and United, they've cut their, their airline schedule by about 80%. So I might have one shot every day, maybe every other day to get to Charlotte. So, um, yeah, I may, uh, may take you guys up on that. Go hang out in Charlotte for a couple of months, quarantine with you guys when we have to social distance and then go to the races uh, when I can. Cause I think a lot of them are going to be within driving distance. You know, Atlanta's already looking to get back up and running. Charlotte's talked about it. Virginia, I think is going to be shut down until about 2025. Um, 
I'm kidding, but you know, they have really tight restrictions right there. And that's where Martinsville is and Richmond is. So it might be a little longer by the time we get back there, but um, you know, Darlington could be an option as well. So Bristol, so there's a lot of options and, but we'll see, you know, I hear it's a fluid situation, but boy, wouldn't that be something if I had to move to Charlotte for a couple of months and hang out with you and Dylan. Just think, you can social distance on your side of the house, and uh, then we can carpool the coast-to-coast every week. Perfect. That'd be fun. That's if they let us in the, uh, the studio down there. I might have to do it from the spare room, and you do it from wherever you're sitting right now, and yeah. We'll send our thoughts and prayers to our producer, Craig, uh, for having to deal with the echo that is not going to be part of the system. wonder how we'll have to figure that one out. You can yeah. hear you responding hear to my questions <laughs> in our iRacing room. It'd be fun. It'd be different. Um, we'll see. Hopefully it doesn't come to that. But, you know, I mean, right now, you never know. Everything's on the table. Oh, man. So many, so many crazy things happening in today's world. But we do have a pretty interesting guest on for today's show. Molly Helmuth. Uh, she's someone that I've known for quite a while. A racer from the Pacific Northwest, Washington State. Has moved to North Carolina. She tried to take the racing route, wanted a racing career, race on the cars tour, and since then has developed a business, 90 Creative, which really caters to motorsports. You know, she does the creative side of making marketing decks and that stuff. And uh, Kyle, I, I have to say, before we call her up, it's been so cool to see this transition from racing from her. We followed her on NASCAR Coast to Coast. I believe we had her on either last season or the year before. Um And now she's a business side of it because her and I have a good friendship, but we took a similar route. I don't do marketing decks, anything, but we both at some point had to decide that racing isn't necessarily uh, maybe in our cards. And I know you give me a lot of crap about that all the time that it's probably a good thing. I just talk now, Um, but we see a lot of drivers. Yes. Trust me. I know my parents and their retirement fund are probably very thankful right now about all of this uh, working out. But, um, we see a lot of drivers that get stuck uh, earlier and earlier in their age in this position where they're forced to make a decision on chasing the dream of being a race car driver or really coming to terms with reality. Yeah, and uh, I met Molly for the first time last year, a great young lady to talk with. I um, met her at the Bristol Motor Speedway, but like you said, we've covered her uh, in her super late model um, career up in Washington at Evergreen Speedway. She made the move east. But you know, the younger these drivers get, the younger they are when they have to make that decision that, you know, you had to make and that Molly had to make. I mean, you know, 20 years ago when the drivers at the Cup Series were, you know, an average age of, you know, 30, 35, 40, when they were Harry Gant and Ernie Irvin and, and Dale Earnhardt, you know, you, you didn't see a lot of that, but you also didn't have, you know, social media and, and all that behind them as well. So, you know, the trend has been younger drivers, but that means you run out of money, at a younger age. And we're seeing a lot of that uh, at all levels of the sport. You know, there's a lot of drivers that quietly go away where three, four later, four, three or four years later, you go, Hmm, wonder what happened to so-and-so. So it's, I'm, I'm really happy for Molly that she has the backup plan and it's tied in with motorsports. And uh, she's done a nice job with it here in just the last nine months or so that her company has been up and running. We could, we could start a where are they now segment uh, here on NASCAR some of our short track racers because there have been a lot of people that have made waves in the last 10, five years um, that unfortunately had that fizzle out that we all see. But I remember it was so crazy being 
14 years old, right on the cusp of being able to be approved and old enough to run K&N. And I was told by many a people that at 15, the youngest you can run K&N, um, I had three years, three years before I was going to be too old and um, too old to be considered. And I wouldn't even be out of high school by then. So it was so crazy. Then they told me my window was longer because I was a female. So I maybe we had till 19. Uh, to make something happen. And that's why, you know, we see these young drivers in the K&N series that make that push at 17, 18 to be in the truck series as quick as they can. Um, mind boggling to me. And, and, but we tried here on NASCAR Coast to Coast to help push you along, getting you out of school, much like Ben Rhodes. Uh, we, I remember getting Ben Rhodes out of theology class when we did the show every Tuesday when I was in Charlotte and we had to pull him out of class, you know, every time you want to a K&N race, and I believe we got you out of school a couple of times. And uh, like I said, it seemed like you got younger and younger, but now I think that trend is going to go the other direction here just because of that and, and obviously with the economic climate that we are in uh, right now with everything being shut down. It never failed. You always called me out of English, and my English teacher was the worst. She was so good, but she was so strict. And for me, I was so scared. You're like, can you call it? You know, I'm on Mountain Standard Time, and you'd ask if I could call in it. 10 a.m. and yep. that was always smack in the middle of English and I was like oh, do I really have to go on NASCAR coast to coast I'm gonna get in trouble with my English teacher and here we are now now I'm like do I really have to call into NASCAR coast to coast Kyle <laughs> again just kidding <laughs> wow you're welcome by the way yes yes anyways we'll go ahead and get Molly dialed up here and get her on the show to talk a little bit of short track racing and her business 90 creative here on NASCAR coast to coast Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top 9 miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. If you're struggling with a drug or alcohol addiction, now is the time to take action and get professional help. 
Call Recovery Centers of America at 1-800-941-2358. You are worthy of recovery from your addiction, and calling RCA will be the first step in getting the help you need. Recovery Centers of America answers the phone and admits patients 24-7, and because safety is a top priority, all patients and staff are routinely tested for COVID-19. Their expert team of physicians and medical professionals will treat you with compassion and dignity and provide an evidence-based treatment plan that's custom-tailored to your specific needs. Recovery Centers of America has detoxification and residential treatment centers across the East Coast and Midwest, and many of their treatment centers are in-network with insurance providers. So RCA's best-in-class inpatient and outpatient care, which is offered both in-person and via teletherapy, is affordable and accessible. Make this the year you conquer your addiction. Call one 800 940 Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. We talked about it a little bit in the opening segment, but we're now joined by a guest uh, that I like to say from relatively my home turf, even though Washington and Idaho our neighbors. We're just collectively in the Pacific Northwest, but Molly Helmuth joins us now. Molly, thanks for taking some time out of your day to hang out with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. So we talked about it a little bit before we called you up here, but you've had quite an interesting journey moving to North Carolina, trying the race car route, which is a very difficult route to be when it comes to driver. But then you launched a business before we get there, what was the decision to move across the country and try and chase a racing career? Yeah, I think it's just everyone's um, dream to race in North Carolina and in the South, um, especially coming from Seattle, Washington. It's like the heart of racing is obviously here. So, and everyone always talks about if you're from the West Coast, you have to come race on the East Coast and try it out. That's where you're going to get noticed. That's where you're going to get the most exposure. Um, and you're racing against the best of the best, which is all true. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I always wanted to to come race in North Carolina and in the South ever since I was like 16 years old um, when I came back here for the NASCAR Wars Banquet in 2012. Um, and so it was kind of like a later a later time to move back and, and try it out. But I'm glad at the timing that I did because I was older and more mature and had more racing experience under my belt. But, um, yeah, I raced the Cars Tour for two years. And um, the first year I loved it enough to, to actually – um, you know, come and move and have a house and just try it all out. And so, um, I've been here for two, for over a year now. Um, and then I kind of just realized that, I don't know, I wanted to start a company because I was just kind of sitting on my butt, um, doing the racing deal, but you know, I kind of needed to create, um, some revenue. So, and income. And, um, so I started a business and that kind of just took off. And then the racing deal just kind of, um, I kind of put that off a couple months ago just because the business was going well and I was having fun doing that. And obviously racing is expensive and, and all that. So, yeah. Before we talk about the business and and your time in Charlotte, it all started in in Seattle, as you mentioned a little bit ago, what got you in to motorsports and and entered and, uh, wanting to be a race car driver. Yeah. I mean, I've always been an adrenaline junkie ever since I was young. Um, I always got into a lot of mischief and, uh, was driving ATVs and snowmobiles and anything with the motor. I, I wanted to be, you know, driving it. And so my uncle, he raced, um, at Evergreen Speedway in Monroe, Washington, and I would always go out to the racetrack and cheer him on. And so, 
um, when I was 11, 12 years old, I got into a go-kart and then just kind of started to slowly move up into the, to the ranks into mini stocks and pro four trucks and four focus midgets and then super late models. Um, and then it was just in my blood that I really wanted to pursue racing and, um, obviously make it up into the big leagues, but, um, but now my, my path's taken a different turn, but I'm, I'm happy about it. Now, Evergreen Speedway, what you consider probably your home track, um, I will be honest, I have ran at a lot of racetracks. I've gotten fortunate to race at Pikes Peak and Phoenix, but there have been no other racetrack with the exception of Evergreen Speedway that has actually somewhat scared me. <laughs> um, it is a very difficult 5 eighths racetrack, and now, you know, you've been able to race out on the East Coast. Uh, how would you explain Evergreen Speedway to other people, and what is it, you know, about that racetrack that you liked so much? Because yeah. it scared me. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Yeah, I mean, I think the the biggest thing is, yeah, Evergreen Speedway is is a beast of its own because there's two different racetracks. There's the three eights and then the the five eights. That's the one that you were on that probably scared you. But um, you know, five eights of a mile is a is a big short track, um, and you know, it's flat. It's not really really banked. You know, like I think the the track that was kind of comparable was Nashville for me on the East coast, but Nashville has so much banking that it's like, it's not as terrifying um, as Evergreen because you can just like, you know, go all the way into the corner and not lift where Evergreen, you kind of have to slow it down where you're hitting that wall right there, which I've done plenty of times. So, um, but no, I mean, I, it's definitely, it's definitely a fun track. I think that Evergreen, Evergreen Speedway, the five eights track is probably one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely different. I think you were there for both of them. I think I raced Evergreen in 2013 or 14 and my dad, and you can relate to this, your dad being very involved with your racing was on my radio the entire time going, dude, you got to pick it up. Like, come on, just, you know, just grow some, drive it in there. And he just, he seriously was just like, didn't understand and then a couple years later and I think you were there for that my dad tried to race the summer showdown and I got a phone call on my way out to uh, Washington that he goes I'm so sorry I take back everything I said five years ago because this is the scariest racetrack I've ever been on and again my dad raced the Northwest Tour ran Kern has ran Phoenix and he was like Evergreen is just a beast of its own yeah, I mean, there's it's it's a low grip racetrack too. It's you know the the first time or the first and last time it's been repaved was when it first got repaved and whenever the heck it was. But so it's definitely a low grip racetrack and again no banking to it. So, um, but it's fun. It's definitely fast. Talk about your move to Charlotte. Uh, what a year and a half or so ago. Um, We'll t- and then we'll talk about the new business um, and everything that's transpired since. But when you made the move to the East Coast, what was the goal? What was that two-year, three-year, four-year plan when, when you made that move? Yeah, it was um, obviously to race the Cars Tour and just kind of get um, familiar with who I was driving against and, you know, have success. And um, and then obviously try to move up into ARCA, which was k and now ARCA. Um, and then... Um, trucks and just kind of move up the ladder but I don't know it's like the more I was involved in it um I just I just kind of realized that my heart really wasn't in anymore I I I still love speed and I still love the competition but there's just so much more that goes into it um that like a fan can't sometimes understand 
but when you're involved in it and you're you're chasing the sponsorships and you're creating an image and you're dealing with the hardships and the ba- the battles and the obstacles and the highs and lows and everything it gets really overwhelming and it gets to a point where you kind of have to make that decision um what you want to do but yeah i mean ultimately the goal was to to try to pursue a career in nascar but um that has taken a turn if only that tree in your backyard would grow <laughs> money instead of poison <laughs> ivy i'm just saying <laughs> if it were only a money tree i agree i know i'm like kind of i don't know if you guys i'm trying not to itch but i'm still kind of healing over that stupid poison ivy <laughs> Yeah, if you guys follow Molly on social media, uh, she unfortunately had a encounter with poison ivy uh, trying to water a tree, which then was funny because you and I talked on the phone yesterday, and I happened to be doing some yard work, and it timed out perfectly that I was pulling weeds and thought to myself, ooh, my arms are kind of itchy. I wonder if I touched poison ivy like Molly did, and then you called me, and I was like, this is a sign. I should stop doing yard work. Yeah. Man, poison ivy, not something that we have to deal with. No. Out, out in the Northwest. No, I think like if you, if we have poison ivy, you have to go like deep in the woods and like find a tree and like rub yourself on it. But here it's like, <laughs> it was just in my backyard. I was not expecting it. And I wish it on no one. Poison I- ivy, poison oak. Uh, it's not fun. Not at all. Oof. No, thank you. It did not look enjoyable. So I'm glad you're <laughs> healed up there. Um, but in any of the conversation, you moved out here, you decided to start that business, 90 Creative was then uh, created as we can say. Talk to us a little bit about what 90 Creative is, what you guys offer, and it really, while it's catered to everyone, it's really motorsports focused. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, when I was involved in my racing, it was, I was pretty much hands-on with every aspect of it. Um, Sponsorship, marketing decks, uh, logos, website building, all the things, videography. I came from a family of, of photographers and videographers, so that's kind of my background um, with that. But, um, so I was really, really hands-on with everything. And I always had a lot of compliments about all the social media stuff that I would do for my sponsors and for my branding and all that. And so, um, I went to school for marketing, um, and got my bachelor's degree there or in marketing. And then, um, and so when I moved here, I was like sitting on my couch one day and I was like thinking what I should do. And obviously with my, my background in motorsports marketing and my degree and all that, I was like, well, why not? Like just start something and see where it goes. So with 90 creative, a lot of people ask me about what 90 stands for. My race car number back at home was 90. And, uh, so it's kind of like a spinoff of my number just to kind of keep my roots of my racing background with my business. And then, um, yeah, so we offer uh, website building, logo creations, videography, marketing decks, pretty much everything that I did for my my racing is what I offer for, for individuals and race teams and, and other businesses. It doesn't even have to be in motorsports. I can obviously venture out into other um, realms, but yeah, just kind of do all the things. And I want to keep continuing on that. You've had the opportunity to work with some pretty uh, cool clients just in the short time that you've had launched. And one of the things that I remember the most is you got to go with uh, Bubba Wallace to go and get the tattoo of Petty's autograph, yeah. right? Oh, boy. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. No, it's it's cool because, you know, he had he's super involved in photography and he doesn't really do the videography side of it. But I think he just started you know, following me with kind of my, my videography background. And, um, and then that whole thing transpired about the petty tattoo. And I was like, 
hey, can I like come film it? Because I was just like, well, I don't really know you, but like, cool get the exposure. So, so you know, it was really cool and um, obviously definitely very, very unique, but it was, it was cool to do that. That's one way to put it, unique. Um, Kyle, will you, get my, will you get a tattoo of my autograph? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, where, where can folks find more about 90? Yeah, you can follow me on all my different social media outlets. So it's the, the number nine, the letter D, um, creative. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, and then my website, www.90creative.com. Perfect. No, that's awesome. And I know you guys have helped us with, you know, our late model podcast sealed off. If you guys listen, our logo was actually created by Molly and it was uh, super cool. We came to her with a concept and said, Hey, I have this idea. I don't really know where I'm going with it. And she's like, I got you. And you got me, you know, five or six different renderings within a couple days. Uh, I think you actually had them to me by the end of the day. So um, it's been super cool to watch and, you know, see the clientele that you guys have built with working, whether it's with, uh, Hamkey and Kyle or Rowdy Chassie. I know you guys have done stuff with them. Um, so from the short tracker in me, it's been so cool to see that expansion. And I won't lie, I love having you living here in North Carolina. It's been awesome. I have friends. Yes. And <laughs> that's the coolest thing too. It's like I feel like I've got to meet so many more people doing what I'm doing now. I mean, I met a lot of people just by moving here, but with the business aspect, I think people see a different you know like when you're racing people like are really standoffish because you're competitors but like now it's like now that I've kind of stepped on the outside of it and I'm not really competing against people or businesses or I'm not going to these businesses to ask for sponsorship I'm going there to help them with something whether it's you know Rowdy or Hyperco or Schaefer's Oil or whatever all these different companies that I've always looked looked for um, I'm now working for and so I get to meet so many great people and it's so wonderful to 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 just connect with different people and help them out and um, just gain a new respect, uh, have them gain new respect for me. So that's cool. So you're planted there. There's no thought about going back to the Pacific Northwest. I love it here. I like, this is how, like my heart has always been uh, wanting to come to North Carolina and it's exceeded all my expectations. So I don't think I'll be moving back home and my parents probably won't let me either because they see that I'm really... (laughs) They see that I'm really happy here, yep. so it's good. Awesome. Well, Molly, we love having you here, of course, and love seeing all the work that you put out at 90 Creative. Uh, quick question, though. I know our schedules are super busy. Do you have any, well, weird times now, but do you have any uh, thoughts of maybe trying to get back in a car this year or anytime soon? Um, I don't know. I've People were talking to me about that all-females race, um, but I don't know. I mean, it just – I just, I told myself when everything aligns correctly, maybe I'll get back into a car, but I don't think, I don't know if it'll be here or, I mean, even Tyler, he has some cars back at home. So maybe to go and race at Evergreen Speedway or Wenatchee or something like that, maybe, but I don't know. We'll see. It just, it just has to be like the right timing for everything. So yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you again, Molly. Uh, Again, we look forward to seeing all of your work with 90. Uh, Hopefully we can get together soon. Sorry, Kyle, you're not invited. That's kind of what happens when you move to Connecticut. Story of my life. Molly and I. um, But again, thanks, Molly. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, guys. Perfect. That was Molly Helmuth with 90 Creative, uh, talking some short track racing and what she has to offer short trackers. But when we return, we've got NASCAR Wheel and Engineering's Short Track Spotlight. 
Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Each and every week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, we get the opportunity to spotlight one of NASCAR's short tracks around the country. And this week, that spotlight, again, brought to you by Whelan Engineering, is Eastbound Speedway in Avondale, Newfoundland, and Labrador, Canada. It's a 3 8 mile oval asphalt track where Eastbound Park purchased the Avondale Raceway property in 2012 and has extensively expanded into a world-class racing facility. NASCAR-sanctioned 55-acre motorsports park that consists of a 3-8-mile oval, oval short track, a 1-8-mile drag strip, a go-kart track, and a concert park. The seating has reached just over 4,500 seats that host major international events. There are four different divisions of racing at Eastbound International Speedway, including the Sportsman, U.S. Legends, Bandolero, and the Hobby Stocks. NASCAR Wheelin All-American season was scheduled to start May 17th and will run through September 26th. Last year's Wheelin All-American track champion was Wayne Walsh. And Eastbound Speedway is one of seven NASCAR Wheelin All-American sanctioned tracks in Canada. Again, that is your NASCAR Wheelin Short Track Spotlight brought to you by Wheelin Engineering. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. If you're struggling with a drug or alcohol addiction, now is the time to take action and get professional help. Call Recovery Centers of America at 1-800-941-2358. You are worthy of recovery from your addiction, and calling RCA will be the first step in getting the help you need. Recovery Centers of America answers the phone and admits patients 24-7, and because safety is a top priority, all patients and staff are routinely tested for COVID-19. Their expert team of physicians and medical professionals will treat you with compassion and dignity and provide an evidence-based treatment plan that's custom-tailored to your specific needs. Recovery Centers of America has detoxification and residential treatment centers across the East Coast and Midwest, and many of their treatment centers are in-network with insurance providers. So RCA's best-in-class inpatient and outpatient care, which is offered both in-person and via teletherapy, is affordable and accessible. Make this the year you conquer your addiction. Call one 800 941 941-2358. 800-941-2358. 
Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Wheeland and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. Kyle, always awesome to catch up with some of our short trackers during this time. So thanks again to Molly for coming on again. Uh, Wish you were down here. Uh, Probably won't be down here living in our spare room by the time Molly and I you know, get together. Uh, I don't know if we'll be allowed to socially interact by then. You can socially interact. It just has to be at a distance. Right? So many, that- so many, so many snarky comments I could say there. But we'll just go ahead and get right into some more racing stuff. Uh, Wheel and Euro Series, they presented such a strange strategy earlier a couple weeks ago saying that they were going to take to iRacing and actually use that platform to accumulate points for their regular season. And you have some more information on that, Kyle. I'm not 100% sure that is going to happen, but I know they're going to run this week. In fact, they're racing as we uh, tape this on Tuesday at Virtual Daytona International Speedway on the road course. Uh, see all the NASCAR Wheeling Euro social accounts to be able to watch that race. It's, I believe it's a 30-minute event. Uh, happening, uh, like I said, as we speak. Next week, they're at Brands Hatch. I think Watkins Glen is on the schedule, so a lot of great road courses from around the world. Um, Jacques Villeneuve on the entry list, Alan Day, uh, Tomas Fernando, Loris Hesman, uh, Julia Landauer, Ruben Garcia, just to name a few. I believe there's going to be like 60 entries, part of the race, 30 minutes. I'm not sure if they're doing Elite One and Elite Two. That would be two races of 30 minutes apiece, but looks like a good field, and uh, again, another sanctioning body um, stepping up, another series stepping up to kind of fill that void, and I like what they're doing. I like what IndyCar's doing um, with kind of some fantasy tracks. You know, we'll never see the NASCAR Wheel and Euro Series at Watkins Glen or the Daytona International Speedway road course. IndyCar, um, you know, they're allowing the fans to pick one week. They're allowing the drivers to pick. They're going to have a fantasy track one week. So they're really mixing it up. And I see NASCAR doing a little bit of that down the road as well. Maybe when we get out of Talladega here after this week, uh, mix it up. Hell, we might be running a cup race at North Wilkesboro soon. If only we could get there in real life. I know that's been part of the Twitter banter, but Kyle, I want to go back for a second. We talked about the NASCAR wheel and Euro series. Um, This is more of an opinion. I, you know, we see the paint schemes that NASCAR Euro has always used out in the Euro series with the numbers on the rear quarter panel. Uh, We see it now in NASCAR heat. They're taking advantage of using that full paint scheme. Teams are selling sponsorship for NASCAR heat and iRacing and using that quarter panel. And we kind of saw some drivers in the last couple of years dabble with that concept, very European concept. In ARCA, Harrison Burton had it with his Dex Imaging car on that quarter panel. What is your thoughts on that type of paint scheme maybe being integrated into the real world? Could we see it in the cup series? Just what are your thoughts on that? Because I think it's very interesting. I, we're seeing, I believe some NASCAR Pinty's cars have it as well up in Canada. 
I love it, especially for the sponsors. It's a lot of room to, to market your brand uh, and promote your brand. As a turn announcer, I would hate it. Trying to identify the cars. I'm sure we would get used to it like everything else uh, that has changed over the last decade or more that I've been doing it. But, um, you know, it, it would be tough uh, initially to, to identify. But we did IMSA for 10 years from the turn or for five years from the turn. If we could do that, we can do anything. So, um, yeah, I'm all for it. It, it. You know, I think there's a lot of potential there for, for both, you know, the sport and all the companies that want to be involved in the sport. I commend you for having done IMSA. I've watched uh, more IMSA races in the last year or so with Dylan now and having done IMSA for NBC and NBCSN and very difficult uh, to keep track of who is who and in the car and what car it is. And even on that Euro side of things, that Euro scheme, uh, very difficult to keep track of because we don't see a lot of drivers stay consistent anymore with paint schemes. They've got different right. sponsors every single week. So therefore you're not able to identify drivers with these primary schemes. Uh, so it is, it would be very difficult, but I was just curious, you know, cause we start, we've started to see that really become integrated into American series. Yep. And, and, and again, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, you mentioned IMSA. I love like the Rolex 24 at night because they lit some of the cars up. So that helped. I don't know if we need to go that far here, but um, like uh, Andy Lally was in that green car. I remember, and you could just look on the banking and see that green window racing across the banking. You knew, and you knew what car it was. The racers group were blue. So it helped. Um, but uh, as far as this is concerned, it's gonna, it would be a lot easier. And I think we would adjust a lot easier, but it would take some time especially at Daytona for a plate race when they're all three wide, seven rows deep for the first, you know, 40 laps of the event. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here. I went to the Indy 500 last year and yep. I'm pretty sure, don't they have the electric or the digital plates on the back of them now that actually they say their running position, right? Yeah, they do. Totally um, useless from the grandstands because they go by so fast, you literally can't see what number's on it. And the last year we did IMSA, uh, I believe the Daytona prototypes, I think all the classes might've had them. And, and again, you really didn't know, you couldn't see it. The sun's out. You can't see the numbers. Um, I, I also think when they're on pit road, it's a clock to tell you how long the car has stopped from when the jack goes up to when the jack goes down and you can kind of calculate how long the pit stop took. So um, yeah, a lot of technology out there. I, you know, yeah. Doesn't do much for me, though. Interesting. Well, welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast, where we cover literally international paint schemes, every form of racing, and you get an opinion, even though you didn't ask for one here. Uh, you get used to it, right, Kyle? You get Hannah's unwarranted opinion? That's right. Well, you kind of asked for it. You said, I want your opinion, so I gave oh. it to you. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, you didn't ask for my opinion, though. No. What do you think, Hannah? <laughs> no, I think, I think it's great. I think it's cool for the sponsors, you know, as someone that's tried to sell sponsorship personally, it's very difficult. Um, so to be able to give that extra exposure, but yeah, as, as an announcer, it is terrible. It is so hard to do. Can't wait to put you in a turn at Daytona next year. Looking forward to it, Kyle. You can laugh at me just like you laughed at me on pit road for my audition. <laughs> and now look at you. Obviously the audition went well. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Um, Again, well, cool. Thanks to Molly Helmuth for joining us today here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Look forward to talking probably some more virtual racing. We'll have some cool guests on for you guys in the near future. Have any suggestions? Let us know at NASCAR Coast to Coast. Uh, we can, we've got 
tons of options. We just have to make sure that some of our drivers can use Zoom. And that has been a process. Uh, some of our short trackers, Kyle, are not so tech savvy. The younger drivers are all about this stuff, like yourself. Um, the older folks, like me, have a tough time hooking up to this, but we're good now. I thought you're 25. I am. All right, folks, we will talk to you next week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. I'm Hannah Newhouse. He's Kyle Rickey, and we look forward to talking some more racing next week. You've been listening to NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Whelan, also brought to you by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.